This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am excited to be joined by a new guest on the show, a friend of mine. We have, you know, run in the same circles at Bravo events and, you know, had a little cocktail together. And now I'm excited to have a little sit down on mic. Please welcome the creator of Best of Bravo, Maggie Kelly. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you here. We have a fun little, I feel like, grab bag of topics to talk about today. There's a lot of different stuff going on. Uh, Before we get into it, I want to just hear a little bit of your background with Bravo. Of course, you have Mm -hmm. this Instagram account with tons of followers. We're always, you know, connecting on the gram. But how did you get into this whole world? Yeah. So, I mean, I started watching Bravo. My first show I ever watched was Real Houses of New Jersey. So um, that's why I feel very, very connected to the Jersey girls. Like I'm very invested in their lives. Um, And then one day I just kind of decided, you know, after years of watching Bravo, you know, I started, you know, Vanderpump Rules, Southern Charm and all the other housewives. Um, I just kind of just started, decided to start an account. And that was almost five years ago. So I was just, I stay up really late and I get bored at night. So I was like, okay, let's start this. I'll probably quit after a few weeks and then here we are. So kind of random years. Damn. That is, I did not realize you've been at it that long. It's, it is one of those things where watching Bravo, it's like, obviously we enjoy the shows so much and there is so much fun stuff that comes out of it, but sometimes it puts you through the ringer, man. I'm, it's a lot. (laughs) Dylan, it's been, it's been a journey. I feel like these last few weeks, especially there's been so much going on and I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, like it's nonstop. How are you feeling about this new season of Jersey coming up? Obviously, there's there's gonna be some tough times ahead. <laughs> it's always it's always tough out there for um a Teresa Judice fan, I'll say it. I always get <laughs> I always it's like my most um probably controversial like opinion. I know it's not really, but anytime I say anything on my account about like in support of Teresa people come out to like play. Like they, they get so annoyed. They're like, how can you support her? And I mean, it happens every time. So I'm always on the defense, I think going into a season. It's the only, it's the only franchise where I feel that way. So I don't know. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to ride a dawn. I'll say that. (laughs) It is. It's tough sometimes. Cause you're like, I don't even care that much. I just said my opinion and suddenly people are like, Oh, so you're stupid and you're wrong and you're a horrible person. It's like, no, I, I, I'm not like out here like putting my life on the line for anything. I just like, I, I just like tweeted. I don't know, like sue me. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, it is funny that you say that because it's our opinions. I don't know. Sometimes 
I feel like I, I have a lot of unpopular opinions and that's kind of, that's kind of on me, I guess, but people don't take kindly to them. So I'm just going to, I'm, I'm doing me. So I think if people, obviously there are certain things that are easier, you know, like less polarizing than others. Mm-hmm. But I think if everybody had the same opinions about everything, this Bravo fan community wouldn't be nearly as, you know, built up as it is. Like I think having so much to debate and talk about and work through kind of makes it interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. It's like, it's like anything, right? I feel like if we all had the same exact opinions about everything, like it would be so boring and totally. it makes it fun. So I, I'm here for it, but it's just funny. Cause I know, I know how Jersey gets. And I mean, I, I even said, I'm like, I'm one of those crazy people. I, I recognize that. And it's, it's like a disease. <laughs> it's like a problem, but I, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. So hot on the heels of Jersey premiering, we also have a new season of Vanderpump Rules coming mm-hmm. out. Um, one of the things I'm most curious to see this season is James's new relationship and how that goes. And right before we started recording, James posted on Instagram two photos with his girlfriend, Allie, from uh, Walt Disney World. And <laughs> I just want to read you the caption because I'm like, is he getting paid to say this? He said, words can't really describe how magical this experience has been. Disney's Animal Kingdom is so cool. And being able to spend it with the one I love made it that much more special. Thank you for making my birthday a wish come true. At Ali Luber, we will definitely be back to visit. Hashtag best birthday ever. And it's just two photos of them in Disney World. Actually, funny, neither of the photos are in Animal Kingdom. (laughs) One of them them has like the Epcot sphere in the background and the other one is in front of the castle and Magic Kingdom. So I don't know if he's just like a little confused, but... What is your read on James's like whole deal right now? I don't even know. I'm first of all, I pulled the post up too, and it's pretty funny. And I, I love James. Once again, I love James Kennedy. So I know that's another one that's a little unpopular. Um, well, I like him for the show, but yeah, I'm confused about the animal kingdom thing. I, I think his new relationship, well, they started dating pretty soon after him and Raquel mm-hmm. did things. Right. And she's actually, so I live in Nashville and she uh, went to a school here and like just moved out to LA kind of recently. She went to Belmont, which is like a big music school here. Interesting. So kind of interesting. I've had people message me like, oh my gosh, I know her. And I'm like, well, tell me more. But they don't, they don't really know her. You know, they just had class with her or something. So pretty interesting. It's, yeah. The whole Vanderpump, there's kind of a trend of people just moving to LA and then dating somebody, you know, we, we all remember Brittany and Jackson, even Raquel was kind of that way. She was like still in school and would come down to LA when she was on break. And it was this weird kind of half long distance. It, it seems on brand for James to date somebody who is just freshly in LA and potentially looking for some, uh, you know, I don't know, some kind of setup, but it's like, they've been together for, Probably like a year now. Yeah, it's probably, it probably has been a year. Because I saw, I actually was in LA last April and I saw James and his girlfriend from afar walking in the parking lot at the Grove. And it was like the most <laughs> random thing. I wasn't like close enough to to like say anything or even to get like a good picture. But it was, it was just like, oh yeah, the, the new girl. And now she's like fully on the show this season. So yeah. we're going to get a lot She's more. like a full-time cast member, right? It's a little unclear to me. She has a photo, but so does Christina Kelly. And near as I can tell, Christina Kelly is like friend of status. 
Um, so TBD, it's always weird on Vanderpump Rules how they decide to like promote people. Yeah, it, it, it is because I, I saw the same picture and Christina Kelly, I was like, wow, she's full time. And then I was like, no, she's not. She's not. So maybe, maybe this girl, what's her name? Allie. Maybe she is not full time, but I feel like with Raquel, there's going to be a lot of drama this year. I'm excited for Vanderpump Rules for the first time in a long time. Like I'm really excited. Yeah, I've never been as pessimistic about it as some people. Like the last couple of seasons definitely weren't great, but there were still kind of moments mm-hmm. that I enjoyed. And I think last season, the whole Sheena and Brock charade really like pulled me in in a way. But at the same time, like overall, the season was not that strong. So I'm, I feel like this season, again, we've been wrong before, but like there's just, there's feels like there's more potential for like a really solid whole show no i think so too and i'm kind of with you like i've invested in these people's lives so even though like the last couple seasons haven't been as strong i've still watched i've still you know enjoyed it for the most part but this season yeah i feel like it's i feel like shit's gonna go down (sighs) i'm excited also while we're recording this, the new trailer for the new season of Top Chef just came out in the last hour. I don't know if you're a big Top Chef fan, but this season is World All-Stars. So they're in London and Paris, and it's featuring contestants that were finalists and winners from like a dozen different Top Chef franchises around the world. And oh it, it looks really good. <laughs> you Are you a big Top Chef guy? I I didn't used to be. And then a couple years ago kind of like for work purposes, I was like, okay, y'all watch Top Chef and I have been sucked in. Okay. That's kind of, I was like, I, there's a few Bravo shows. Like I've never really watched Million Dollar Listing either. Yeah. Or Top Chef. And so, um, I started to watch Top Chef last year and I got sucked right in, but then everyone's saying, um, I was watching the wrong season. So I guess I don't <laughs> know what I, I can't remember what season it was. I watched a couple in a row, but maybe I'll just start with this season because I, I feel like you don't have to watch. I know it'd be good to watch every season, but I don't know. I, I won't be no. able to watch before this one. There are some things. Okay. Being somebody who is like a Bravo connoisseur, obviously I try to watch as much as possible, but there right. are some things that it's like, I don't need to watch all 17 seasons of Top Chef to like get it. You know, of course. Yeah. Maybe if I someday just have like oodles and oodles of free time, I'll sit down <laughs> in in a fantasy land. But it's like, no, if if I'm going to catch up on an old show, I'm going to prioritize something that has like continuing storylines. Okay, that's a good point. I mean, because I've I love cooking shows, so I don't actually know why I've never gotten into Top Chef. Like I said, I, I tried I, I did last year and then there's just so much going on, but I did really like it. Yeah, but you know the people that love it, they love it, and it's obviously it's a great show. I mean, it's nominated for awards all the time, so I feel like. I have you have speaking of new shows? Have you kept up with Southern Hospitality this season? I have. Are you caught up? Okay, I'm like probably five or six episodes behind, but I feel like the last week or so, it's kind of been popping off on social media. So I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, I need to get back into this. I need to catch up because I feel like they're going to get renewed for a second season with the yeah. amount of like talk that's being generated. I think so too. I, I, so I was behind at first, but I caught up a couple weeks ago and the last few episodes were really good. And then they went on watch what happens live this week. And that was wild. I mean, 
I was dying laughing because, you know, the, it was so messy. It was just really good. They were like accusing each other of all of these things. The after show was also very chaotic. It was, it was really good. So I'm like, they're, they're putting in overtime to get that second season. For sure. Yeah, I posted that after show clip of uh, Grace oh. Lily and Mia going back and forth. And I feel like Grace Lily, I actually, she, I had her on the show, her and Mikkel, we did an interview together oh. and it's like, she was fun to talk to, but then when you watch her on TV, it's like she fully lives in an alternate reality. <laughs> fully. And that's funny you say that because I went to Charleston last year and I briefly met her and she was like so nice. Like she was so nice and so chill and that's not really how she's coming across on the show. So I always think that's interesting. Yeah. There's a, I feel like there's a fine line where when there's a new show like this, obviously you want to have people who are into it enough to show up and really give us what mm -hmm. needs to be gave. But like, I, you can kind of tip a little too far in the direction of being like hungry for the camera. And I think with Grace, it almost feels a little bit like she obviously has that natural, like it factor personality that makes her watchable. But then when you see like a moment like that after show on watch what happens live, it's like, Oh, you could, you're at like a 12 and you could give us a, a nine and that would be perfectly fine. God. And she just kept at it with Mia. I'm like, girl, like, don't call, don't, stop calling her a slut. Stop. Yeah, the, stop. I wanted the, to scream like, stop calling her that. Like, don't, don't call other girls that like, that's not, oh, and even Andy was like, I mean, I'll take you out after Mia. Like, <laughs> I died. I was like, okay. It's like, sure, I'll go out with Andy Cohen. Right. And like Mia wasn't matching Grace's energy level. So it just made Grace look so over the top <laughs> aggressive where she's like, yes, she is a slut. And all the, the uh, pedicab drivers, they her nickname is her address because she brings home <laughs> multiple guys every weekend. She's banging guys, banging guys, banging guys. And it's like everybody else is just like very chill right now. <laughs> And Mia just sat there and took it. And I I was like, wow, I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. But she handled herself very well. I know. Okay. I'm going to catch up on Southern Hospitality and then we can, we can reconnect for season two because I'm sure it's coming. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week, grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk about the Housewives shows that Mm. we have on the air right now. Uh, I know you are a big Miami fan. We'll Mm. get into Miami in a minute. But first, I want to get Salt Lake City out of the way. Um, We're recording this on Wednesday. Tonight is the first part of the reunion. We had a week off last week that I think we all enjoyed. We all. (laughs) But before... So before the reunion, um, the Hollywood Reporter published an interview this week where they talked to a few different um, execs that work in unscripted television. And one of the people they talked to was the Bravo senior vice president of current programming, Noah Sampton. And they asked him about Jen Shaw's whole situation. And he said some stuff about, you know, it's unfortunate, whatever. But then he was asked specifically about Jen Shaw's status on the show right now, moving forward. Obviously she didn't go to the reunion. She isn't doing the sit down with Andy. And this is what he said, quote, we really have not made decisions and we're discussing it all the time and trying to figure out what the best course of action is moving forward. We always reevaluate. There are people we stop filming with and then start filming with again. It's not math. It's not a simple equation. We try to take into account as many different aspects of what's going on as we can. So this this feels to me like sort of a I'm not really going to give you an answer one way or the other, but no, we're not filming with her right now because they're not filming with anyone right now. The season is over. But like what what would be the benefit of them not just saying, yeah, she's not on the show anymore. She's going to prison. Why are they not just saying that? So obviously she hasn't been fired. Well, It's a little weird because there's always the idea of housewives being fired, but really the way it works in actuality is the season ends and then you either get a contract for the next season Mm -hmm. or you don't. And in between, there's no real, no, none of these people are employed by Bravo. So right now when they're not filming anything, none of these women are technically employed by Mm -hmm. the network. So I don't really understand to me, why they wouldn't just say, whatever we do with the show in the future, if there's another season, whenever we start filming XYZ, Jen won't be in the cast. Like, just say just say that. Say it. It makes sense. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. She's going to she's gonna be gone for six years. Like, even if you're not closing the door to her, like, ever coming back again in any way, it's like, if you're filming anytime in the next few years she's just not going to be there i mean she she is like at minimum going to be in prison for like at least five years right obviously i'm no lawyer i'm not in the criminal system but i i read that she has to serve 75 percent of her time did you read that is that true it could be making it for for the federal Yeah, there's a difference with the federal sentences. There's Mm -hmm. less of an opportunity to get time off for like good behavior and stuff like that. I'm curious, aside from Jen, with this reunion that we are going to sit through, is there anything that you're actually like interested to hear more about? Or are you kind of just like, okay, let's get this over with? Not really, because I mean, obviously Heather's not going to tell us about the black eye, which I'm fully over. It's like, it's giving puppy gate to me. I'm like, I... I just, I, I feel, 
I feel like she's not going to give us anything with that. So at the, at this point, it's like, I don't really need to hear Heather continue to say, I know what happened. Other people know what happened, but I'm not going to say, you know? Yeah. You know, like it's tough. Yeah, it's tough because when there's only the four of them, aside from our friends of which, like, whatever, I'm sure they'll try to have their moments and I hope something sticks uh, for their sake and for ours. But like (laughs) you have Meredith and Lisa who hate each other. It doesn't seem like they're going to work on their relationship anytime soon. You have Whitney and Heather who, you know, from everything we've seen and heard, it doesn't seem like they're on the road to recovery in their relationship. So it does kind of feel like what is the goal of the four of them sitting down at a reunion? Cause like, I don't, I don't see any areas for things to kind of shift or change or move forward in a way that I think the best reunions actually do contain some kind of reconciliation or two people working through their issues or two people, you know, maybe just like putting aside there, she's like, those kinds of moments make for the best, most compelling reunions. And it's like, if it's just people being miserable on a couch for two hours, yeah, I don't know. It's not fun. I, I, I'm with you. Like, I feel like they're going to go into the reunion and they're going to leave the exact same. I yeah. feel like there's going to be no resolutions. I Hopefully we're wrong, but like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see, I don't see a lot being resolved. Yeah. I think the one, the one like silver lining for me is that the second this reunion is done, I feel like this franchise is going to be on pause for a second. They're going to get some time to breathe and then hopefully they can, you know, come up with a good solution moving forward, maybe like Mm -hmm. later this year to film with a new group. But I'm even thinking, I keep forgetting now that Girls Trip 4 is currently filming Mm -hmm. in Morocco. I keep forgetting about Girls Trip 3 that we still haven't seen that Whitney and Heather are on. It feels so random that it's like, oh, yeah, like we're going to get a whole nother show of them fighting. I know. And no one's even talking about Girls Trip 3. Like I haven't even I don't think they've announced when it's coming out or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm focused on Girls Trip 4. I'm excited. Yeah. I wish th- I feel like they need to put out a premiere date and a trailer to get people kind of like thinking about it again. Cause yeah, I mean, we like everybody watched the traders, everybody's watching Miami. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all we're all on Peacock. So like let us know what to look forward to. Seriously. Oh my God. I off topic, but I love the traders. Yeah. I loved the traders. I knew I would. It's right up my alley with like com- com- competition shows. But I watched it in one sitting, like legit straight through, ordered food, barely left the couch, <laughs> like such a lazy bum. And it was so good. It, it is so good. I feel like everybody I've had on the show in the last like two weeks has been like, can we talk about the traders? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Just, you said traders. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think a lot of people that were maybe skeptical about it when it was first announced or if it's, if it's not the type of show you would usually watch. A lot of people probably, you know, gave it a try because it has Bravo people or it mm-hmm. has other, you know, people they like, or it's just like on Peacock and it's like, oh yeah, it's actually really good. So good. And Kate was just so funny. I mean, I, I never want her to leave my screen. She's such a queen. I, I love it. We got to find something. We got to find something for Kate to do. Permanently. She, she seriously is reality TV gold. I mean, her and Kyle, they were all good on it, but Kate is fat. Kate was cracking me up. Yeah. 
Um, so we have the Salt Lake City reunion tonight, mm-hmm. but I think the Miami reunion is filming tomorrow, maybe? Yeah. Um, awesome. We still have like several episodes left this season. I think the total episode count was 16 last I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're loving Miami this season. You and I got to hang out at the premiere party. Uh, since then, like, what has your biggest takeaway about Miami been this season? I think this season, I don't know. First of all, I think Peacock does something really great, which is, um, of course, the editing and everything. And Bravo editors are amazing, too. But it just feels a little different, I think, on Peacock. And it feels like they put it out a little faster than some other shows. So this Lenny and Lisa thing feels more like real time, even though it happened a few months ago, because they're still going through it, right? So when I'm watching it, I feel like even though this happened a few months ago, for some reason, I feel like it didn't necessarily. And um, I think with Miami, Lenny and Lisa, like the whole world hates Lenny, right? And I, and I think that we, it's nice in the Bravo community when we can come together and either like collectively love or hate somebody. Uh-huh. It just brings everybody closer. And so I love the Lisa and Lenny storyline because it's so real. It's so raw. It's been a while, especially with like, I don't know, just some of the other stuff going on. I feel like this is like an actual real life like problem that Lisa's dealing with. And it just, I don't know. It's nice to see too, the girls, like they were all fighting. And then as soon as they heard about Lenny being like a piece of shit, you know, they all rallied around Lisa. And I was like, yeah. I think they've done a good job. We obviously, when this was all happening in, you know, spring, summer last year, we were seeing a lot of the headlines and, you know, page six would say this, TMZ would say that maybe there was somebody, a cell phone photo of Lenny out with the mistress or whatever, but they've done such a good job on the show of giving us kind of a peek behind the curtain of like, we're lining up the dots of like, this is what's happening in the news and this is how it's affecting Lisa and what we didn't see. And, you know, Lenny's in the house with the mistress or he's like saying she needs to find some place to take the kids. Like those mm-hmm. kind of moments where they're really doing a good job of giving us the behind the scenes of what we already saw play out in the tabloids. And yes. I think there are some stories that have happened on Housewives in the last few years where it's like, okay, that was pretty much, we knew what we were going to see. And, you know, it's not like it was horrible, but it just, it didn't really feel like it had that extra layer of intensity. And every episode this season of Miami, it feels, there's like a sense of urgency that's really exciting. I know. And I I genuinely am excited for Thursdays. Like every Thursday, you know, I'm supposed to be working my like (laughs) real job and I turn on Miami. And like, I don't always watch TV during the day. But every Thursday I do. I'm like, I'm so ready for Miami every week. It's really good. Yeah. And there's, you know, they're just, they're all funny. Their relationships with each other are interesting and mm-hmm. have a lot of highs and lows. And um, I I know a lot of people have been loving Larsa this season. And then now she's been getting into it with Nicole. And that kind of feels like a new, like, exciting you know, like Battle of the Titans or whatever. How are you? How are you feeling about that relationship? Um. So I like both. I, I I like the whole cast, but I do. I mean, obviously, I think Larsa like hit below the belt. Like, I, I mean, for sure. But <laughs> I I really like Larsa. Like, I love. I really like Larsa. I'm kind of a stan. So 
I don't know. I think she's a great, I think she's a great housewife, but I also think Dr. Nicole is a good housewife too. Um, but I obviously, I think she hit below the belt and I would be furious if someone said that about, about me, especially because Dr. Nicole has like a legitimate, I mean, like career. Like you can't just, right. say that. you can't just say that about a doctor. Like they'll, they could investigate her. I don't know. Right. It's not, yeah, it's a lot different than just like, oh, I have the dog collar thing and the jewelry yeah. and the, the OnlyFans and the swimsuits. It's like, yeah. no, I have like an like, office I have to show up to every day. Yeah. But it's like, you know, she's like, I mean, she's, she's actually helping and like saving people's lives. I could never do what she does ever. No one would want it, me to, but you know, I, yeah, Larsa, I pulled the belt, but I, I do I love Larsa? Yeah. It's well, wild to me seeing people on these shows that have real ass jobs like I know obviously people like Nicole people like you know Tiffany Moon like working in a hospital but even somebody like Danielle doing Summer House like she's had a real job the entire time she's been on the show or like um Brian from Family Karma he came in the Betch's office to do the podcast and he was like we finished the recording and he had like Microsoft Teams messages to respond to from his like actual job and I'm like that is wild because I feel like I I have like two meetings on my calendar for a day and I'm like oh my god this is a lot to keep track of (laughs) I know I I don't know how they do it I actually don't know how they have the time how they have the time right seriously I I never but I it is kind of fun to have people like that in a cast because I it makes it a little more like grounded in the real world yeah. sometimes that it's like, okay, like not all of us are just like going to lunch 24 seven. Right. Going to lunch and like, well, I, I don't really work out, but going to work out. I imagine people do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we, I always hear about that. <laughs> like that's how yeah. people the days. I don't know. I don't know what I would be doing. I mean, probably the same yeah, thing. It's like, you know. <laughs> It's like, well, we have lunch and then the goat yoga class and then a pedicure in the afternoon. It's like, no, some of these people have to go, some of these people have to go to work. Yeah, no. And it is, that is cool. Cause I mean, again, I really like Dr. Nicole. I, and it, I like Larsa and I actually, I like the whole cast. Like I don't see a reason to make a change. Um, I just feel like it feels very natural. Yeah. Yeah, like they, and I think I've talked about this with other people that they did a great job of keeping the right people from the OG seasons Mm -hmm. of Miami and then adding new people. And like they, they found a really good balance of kind of making the group feel fresh, but like there's history there. And also in terms of housewives, you have some kind of like old school type of people. And then you have like Nicole and Gertie who feel kind of like, a different wavelength in a way yeah. that's really exciting. Like there's just a lot of, there's a lot of variety in the cast that I think works really well. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and with all this, with all this like Lenny stuff, it does, I don't know why, cause I know it happened a long time ago. I don't know why it doesn't feel like it did. I don't know. No, it's just, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, it's, it's exciting every week to see something else kind of develop and no, not really know where it's going, I guess. Totally.
Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Do you have people that you would like to see, like, on a future season of Girls Trip or on some other kind of spinoff, like from Miami or from other shows? Like, what would you, what do you want to happen next, like in the wide world of Bravo? That's such a good question because I was literally thrilled with the cast from this, the Ultimate Girls Trip 4. I literally about passed out when I saw Alex McCord's name on there. I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen her forever. And I don't know who I'd want. Who hasn't been on? Who hasn't been on it that like, maybe should? Well, I don't know. I mean, they've only like from like from Beverly Hills. The first season, Kyle was the only person that did it, and yeah. so you know, like uh, lover hater Lisa Rinna is definitely Lisa like Rinna an all star type of personality. Um, I think it's interesting, like the fourth season having repeat people from the second season mm -hmm. sort of changed the way you're th we're thinking about the casting because it's like yeah. oh okay so if if having done a trip already doesn't immediately disqualify you from the next one then all of a sudden it gets even more interesting because like yeah. I know people have mixed feelings about the repeat people but it's like I have no doubt that Vicky and Brandy are going to get in there and be entertaining no matter who they're paired with. Yeah, I know. I was excited. And I, I saw a lot of people that were upset by that, but I, I loved the entire cast and I thought, I think it'll be a really good cast and very interesting dynamic. So I do think Lisa Reno would be, would be good. She seems like a natural person <laughs> to include. I mean, I feel like she knows a lot of people too. She'd get messy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I don't know who else. I mean, of course I think, I think Larsa, Add her in there. Um, Alexia did. She's on three, right? Alexia and Marisol are on, Marisol on three. the third okay. season together. Um, I'm forgetting who was on that since I haven't even heard about it. Right. It's like, um, who else from Miami would be good? 
gosh, Lisa, I mean, throw her in there at least like, I just feel, I feel like they, I feel like all the Miami girls would be good, but if they're filming, I know that makes it tough too. Cause I know that I feel like some people with this ultimate girls trip four, like they couldn't maybe get because of filming and all of that. So I don't know. I'm excited. I would love to see, um, like Carol on there. I don't know if she'd ever do it, but I would love to see Carol. I know. Yeah. What I feel like there could be something to like single ladies type of vibe, like Ashley Darby, Lisa, Carol. I don't know if Carol's single technically. I don't, like, know, I don't, she, know. I don't know what she's up to actually at all. <laughs> After I said her name, I was like, that's random. I haven't looked her up in forever. <laughs> she like she responds to a tweet every now and then and just kind of like lives in her own world. I don't know. Maybe she's writing another book. Maybe she's on her leopard print couch. <laughs> With those dangerous stairs, my friends and I were just talking about that last week. We were like, we were drinking, and we're like, imagine, imagine having to climb up Carol Radzivill's stairs. And I'm like, oh yeah, I would <laughs> die. These things were treacherous. But yeah, I, I, I like. Wonder, I wonder why Carol's name doesn't really get brought up for Roni Legacy because I feel like nobody. There's kind of like probably like seven or eight names that mm-hmm. kind of get you like thrown around for legacy obviously Ramona has said she's not going to do it but it's like other than that it's kind of the same people all the time it's like Dorinda Luann Sonia Jill maybe like Tinsley is kind of like a wild card Mm -hmm. that people throw out there sometimes but it's like nobody's really talking about Carol uh nobody's really talking about oh I guess Kelly yeah people talk about Kelly yeah I could see I Kelly. Know. I could see Kelly being on Legacy. Actually, yeah, I kind I of am. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm down for I, it. I mean, I I love the OG New York, so that's like my that was my favorite forever. So anybody who's on New York, throw them in. Yeah. Like, I don't, you at, know. at this point, I'm like, if if Roni Legacy is happening? Question mark. Let's get that off the ground. I don't really care who's on it. Just like find I'm, a camera because it's been long enough. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking it's going to be announced, and I don't think that they like finalized casting at all. So I don't know when it's going to be announced or anything. Yeah, are you excited for Sonia and Luann's Illinois spinoff? I'm so excited because it's kind of in like my neck of the woods, so to speak. I know um, you're an Illinois girl. I am. I'm an Illinois girly and like a Southern Illinois girly. So um, it's Bitten is like like an hour from my hometown. So I didn't go there often, but they were, um, in like our high school conference. So we would travel there for like, I played tennis. We travel there for like sports and things like that. But when I found out they were going to bitten, I about, I literally about died because I, I couldn't have thought of a more random place in the world than Benton, Illinois. And yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> it is so random. It, it even just the fact that that show happened and they filmed it and it there's been very little talk about it i think they sort of teased it at BravoCon, but we haven't heard anything since then but it's like when you think about all the different housewives spinoffs that have happened it's usually very cut and dry it's like lvp's restaurant candy's restaurant Mm -hmm. candy's family kim zolciak's family Leva's restaurant. So for it to be just like, uh, we can send Sonia and Luann um, somewhere in Illinois, and they're gonna do like the like a theater camp or something. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. I think it's gonna be so funny because I well, I love them of course, but 
I, my sister-in-law and my aunt and uncle went to a couple events there. Cause like I didn't, I didn't go back, which is kind of disappointing. I should have, but <laughs> I, I didn't. It's not even that far from me. It's like th- maybe three to four hours. So I could have gone, but my aunt and uncle went to the like talent show competition and they said it was awesome. They oh loved it. And she, she's a big housewives fan, my aunt. So she was like really excited to meet them and they did like the meet and greet and everything. And it's pretty funny. Um, and then my sister-in-law went to this public event there and brought my nephew and Luann like held him. Luann, Luann was like, you mind if I hold your baby? My sister's like, take him, please. Like, I would love for you to hold him. I'm like, if Archie is on the next, if, like on that season, even just, even in the background, I'll, I'll notice him. I will be so excited. Yeah. But I heard they were very nice and everybody, everybody there like had nothing but good things to say. So I'm excited. But Luann is like the Pope. She's out here like kissing babies, shaking hands, bestowing blessings. I would be like, go ahead, take, take the kid and run. Like that's, that's my dream. And that's like what my sister-in-law wanted. Like she went there because she, Luann's like her favorite housewife. So she went there like hoping that that would happen. And so when Luann actually asked, she was like, please take him. And they signed waivers and stuff. And he was like playing with the boom mic and he was like, he was like less than one. So yeah, pretty funny though. I was, I was dying when she called and told me that because I'm like, Oh my God, you got to meet, he got to meet Luann. He's like zero years old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, this is, that was actually a good informational uh, background about this show. Cause I feel like we know pretty much nothing about it other than seeing like random pictures of them. You know, like in a field. So <laughs> I, we need a trailer for that. I'm yeah. waiting on an OC trailer. That has to be coming soon. I, I don't know. We, we, there's like a lot of news we're waiting on, even though it feels like there is a lot already a happening. Lot yeah, I know. We are waiting on a lot. We're waiting on um, Potomac reunion. Um, oh, yeah. Right? Like maybe like their outfits. I think like oh, that the, the outfits. Oh, so much, so much going on. There's so much going on. It's literally there's every day. There's something. There's some Bravo news. <laughs> the it. daily, the daily drama is so much to keep track of. But of course, you always do such a good job keeping track of it, and that's why we love you. Oh, so do you. So do you. You're you're one of the first people that comes up on my my stories, and I always love seeing your stuff. Uh, bless the algorithm. <laughs> right? I know. Uh, Thank you so much, Maggie, for joining me today. This is so fun. Gosh, thank you. I'll have to come visit soon. Um, yeah, and make sure you follow Maggie at Best of Bravo. If you if you like following Bravo by Betches on Instagram, you're also going to love following Best of Bravo. Perfect. Thank you. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.